0: Cinnabuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies, buddies. talking about cinema. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey, hey! Hello, everyone.
0: We should enter that song into the Eurovision Song Contest.
1: I don't think we're allowed to because we're not Euro.
0: True. But today... <laughs> That is what we're talking about. Today, we are talking about the movie Eurovision Song Contest, colon, the story of Fire Saga. Ever since we were children, we've had one dream winning the Eurovision Song Contest. All right, everyone. I am Lars. This is Secret. We are Fire Saga. Who wants to hear our Eurovision song? <laughs> Okay, Paul, you want to give us a rundown about maybe some of the plot of this movie?
1: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, a a couple from yes. Iceland yep. are, aspire to be the winners of the Eurovision Song Contest, which is a real song contest that happens in Europe mm-hmm. and a little bit of Asia because Israel won one year, which we had to look up what continent Israel's on because that's how smart I am. Wow! Very. So technically, You not did just research. Europe. Yeah, did a little okay. research. Anyway, uh, every year, every country in Europe ish submits one uh, band or individual, and they have this whole night of singing songs. And uh, there's a winner. From what I know from British television, as I am a fan of British television, uh, <laughs> it's is it's made fun of. Pretty. It's very very popular. It's like American right. Idol in that it is widely watched and widely made fun of.
0: It's like the World Cup for music, you know.
1: Yeah, except not and good. and because <laughs> yeah, be, not usually because
0: good. because it is music. It's easy to make fun of, sure. but it's a big thing that a lot of people can participate in That's and true. enjoy in a various amount of ways.
1: Oh yeah, Will Farrell and Ma- Rachel McAdams are the duo in question they're the singers from yep. iceland and uh pierce brosnan the handsome pierce brosnan plays his father who's disappointed in his choice of uh, of pursuits uh and it's essentially them trying to rise to success and win the
0: eurovision song contest we like weren't not sure what we were doing and then i watched this on friday and then i was like oh we should do this and you watched it yesterday yeah um Okay, Polly, what's your hot take on it? what do you think?
1: Oh, so I think overall, I did not care for it. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to. Okay. I'm a diehard Will Ferrell fan. I both apologize and for him and wave his flag. I feel like some people are like, if you're too popular, people are like, oh, Will Ferrell, it's lowbrow, but he's genuinely one of the funnier people in movies of the past 20 years, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love him, and I was really excited for him to be in a new movie. <laughs> but it, this one was really not for me. Having said that, there are moments which I'd like to talk about that I thought stood out. And uh, uh, but um, but overall, I wasn't into it.
0: Okay, and we will get to those. Um, uh, interesting because I felt like knowing you that you would like this movie. It's kind of like <laughs> it it delivers on its promise of being dumb and being fun and uh and i did not think that you would be the one that not love it and i really liked it a lot oh
1: this is exciting
0: i liked it because it does deliver on its promise you know what a will ferrell movie with will ferrell at the lead looks like you know exactly what it's like going into it it's a eurovision it's got him like looking like a you know, dressed up like a Eurovision song contest sure. person And I went in being like This is going to be dumb This is going to be fun I came out being like, that was dumb That was fun
1: Yeah, well that's good I'm glad you liked it
0: Okay, we're going to talk about more about what we liked And what we didn't like after the break Stick around Support for CineBuds comes from your membership And Associated Bank Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film And offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Okay. Okay. And we are back.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank
0: you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to start about what I did like about it.
1: Please do.
0: And then you can come in with your, you know, you can come in with the sass.
1: Yeah. My smack talk.
0: So this, this movie coming in, um, Will Ferrell is the writer of this movie and, uh, he does it with Andrew Steele, who's a writer of SNL and, uh, his wife is Swedish And so he has like into the Eurovision Song Contest and like in 2018, like went to the contest, got all this background information, like followed them around on like how they all how they do everything. So it's like Will Ferrell did like legit
1: research, (laughs) yeah,
0: you know, and I thought that that was cool. And then going in, I just I felt like it was just so perfectly hit the marks of what you think that it's going to hit. Um, It's like I, I watched it on Friday. I didn't know that we were going to do this yeah and uh because we were gonna do something else and uh, it was like friday i just had was it like a rough day for me and i'm watching i'm gotta pick out a movie at like 10 o'clock at night and i was like you know i'm not gonna go for something boorish and academic uh, as i usually would mm. and i was like i am uh, like this, this movie is here. It's got Will Ferrell. I love like semi pro and some of the other Will Ferrell stuff. And I, I just kind of like that he's unapologetically over the top. Yeah. And and uh, it was just like, it just so delivered on that. And I thought that there were some really, some moments that maybe you didn't like, but yeah. I don't want to guess on what you didn't like. But I will be, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I felt like the the moments that were over the top were um were were so honest in how they were over the top that I thought it was funny. I thought that the jokes were funny. I thought that the scenes were funny. I legitimately cared about the characters., uh, and so it like worked on me like the the arc of the story worked on me, the narration, the characters kind of the whole thing I just like had a smile on my face the whole time and it was it was just totally what I was going to be going into and maybe like even a little more because my expectations were were pretty low
1: that's great um yeah my experience was different yeah Uh, (laughs) it wasn't and I don't think it was like a horrible mess or anything like that I just I think genuinely because I hold Will Ferrell to a bit of a higher standard he's got a good handful of movies that for me will always be some of the funnier ones I've seen.
0: Like what? Like, what do you think?
1: You've got your anchor man. Anchorman. You've got your, uh, the other guys, which is an underrated yep. film. Uh, yep. uh, the other guys is extremely funny. Yep. Um, let me see. What else are we going to do? We're going to do, um, actually his part in wedding crashers. <laughs> He has a small part in Wedding Crashers where he keeps yelling to his mom to make pancakes, I think. Oh, God, that's so good. I laughed so hard. This this was
0: directed by the the director of
1: Wedding Crashers. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So that makes sense. Um, Elf Old School, which in general doesn't really hold up, but he is so funny in it um let me see what else we got i'm looking at this just because i'm gonna forget the obvious you're just ones. gonna you're just gonna name them all i'm gonna name a lot of them i you're also i also love the whole that internet series the landlord with him and his little daughter yes as the foul mouth landlord Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, I initially did not like stepbrothers and i don't know why because now i i think it's hilarious but also, he's taken steps into drama a little bit, like with Everything Must Go, was a great movie. And uh, oh, there's another one I can't remember where, with Emma Thompson. Stranger Than Fiction, one of my favorites. He's done some just such good stuff. Obviously, Saturday Night Live stuff. He did this really hilarious thing with Spoils of Babylon. He's just got so many great characters.
0: Every single thing that he's done. We've A
1: listed. lot of his No, He's had some <laughs> stinkers. And actually, that's what I want to point out. is like Lately, he's been in some real stinkos. And I was really hoping that this would be like, oh, yeah, come on, come back. I, and mm. the thing is, because of his over-the-top characters, I didn't feel like this one was over-the-top enough. It was just his – I got his character right away. He just really focused on this. He's not seeing the romance in front of him. I get that. Sure. It didn't. His character wasn't enough for me. Rachel McAdams was nice. I like. Here's some of the elements I liked. I liked her, her just stern belief in invisible elves. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much. That was great. I love the line every time he introduces them. He says, "You guys are brothers and sister." He goes, "We're probably not brothers and sister." He never.
0: It was a a great ongoing bit.
1: Yeah, he never discounts that they might be brothers and sister. Right. Um, And then there was this. Actually, the like, towards the end during the climax, I think it got really funny. And especially when he runs into the American kids.
0: Oh, yeah. And he just berates them.
1: They make fun of yeah. Americans uh, two or three times in it and just dead on. And they have these guys coming so over funny. and how they behave in Europe. And they weren't even that poorly behaved. But he just <laughs> starts saying, Why don't you go home and sit in traffic? Because traffic jams are apparently you, very American. It was you very know, funny. Kate? Yeah. It
0: kind of sounds like you might have liked it.
1: You know, I'm just being an optimist in these days. Optimism. <laughs> it, me a little it, bit it, it
0: might sound like you like this
1: movie. I didn't like it. I liked parts of it uh, really well. Okay, what well, parts didn't work? Well, like I said, his character in general, mostly like towards the end, like I said, got really over the top. When, he, when okay. he, The very last scene where they're, and this is no spoilers, they're in a bar and they're singing these songs and the, Ameri- the Americans are come back. Hmm. And he starts talking to the other oh, American friends are here, and he starts like subtly making just, fun just of them and then just hard goes hardcore. No, it. we wish you to go home. We would like you to go home. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wish that level would be the whole movie. Um, I love, I do like that they had all the Eurovision stars from the past in the movie, but I kept thinking that that was a wasted opportunity because most people aren't going to know who those people are and find that fun. I think uh, it would have been cool. It was great that they did that. I I don't think it was wrong, but it would have been a really great opportunity to have a bunch of cameos like he's had in like other movies of different celebrities coming on, being different characters, singing different crazy songs. Yeah, um, that was. I,
0: I thought I thought the music better. scenes worked really well as just kind of like music videos unto themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, like dealing with music every day. I I felt like. All of the like the songs in in this movie, were definitely pop songs, and definitely like it's interesting, like seeing like what makes a Eurovision pop song is yeah. like equal amounts like spectacle and European club, and they all sound kind of the same, but they are all like kind of different in a very gray, yeah, you know, yeah. like barely different. Um, uh, but none of the songs were outright bad. Yeah, and that's some true. of them were kind of good, and I felt like. When they did these like those like sing alongs and the musical bits, um, people were like looking directly at the camera and they were they were just kind of like escapes from the movie in themselves yeah. that like kind of veered into like Mamma Mia territory of just like straight up musical. And I felt like those worked. There was like points where I was like, My brain is telling me to hate this, but yeah. I am actually enjoying it.
1: What I'm most interested in about the Eurovision Song Contest is, and a, a clips I've seen before, is, and like the movie, everything is visually kind of over the top. Yeah, totally. And sometimes yeah. quite silly and stupid. Yeah. But they did yeah. have like a, Gwar, a Gwar-esque band that- on there. Was so cool, yeah. which I really did like because you they did not sing a song that you would think would be from a guar type band. It was right. It was pop- like
0: still so poppy, Ballad, <laughs> still yeah. like so
1: poppy. Um, like I said, a lot of things about this movie I did like, uh, but overall, I, it was two hours too. It's a little over two hours, hefty yeah. hefty runtime for a comedy. So I don't know. Just I didn't engage as much. Like the bad, I do like that some of the bad guys weren't really that bad and. I would have loved for his character to have been developed more. Cause at the end they kind of, he was like, hiding a big part of himself, which is kind of yeah. sad, actually. Uh, <laughs> and But then, he, you know, he figures it out.
0: I feel like it came in below your expectations because your expectations were higher, and it came in yeah. above my expectations because my expectations are lower.
1: That's exactly what happened.
0: So, it's probably like coming in right in the middle of those two things.
1: It's possible, yeah. It's it's definitely, I don't think, one of his best by a long stretch, but it is okay. also definitely not one of his worst by long stretch. So, it's like middle ground for him but like i said i'm a big big fan of him as a human i think he's very funny um but this was just wasn't one of my favorites but again great stuff in there the american bits with the americans was easily my favorite thing and the invisible elves
0: i agree with the it not being like the best will ferrell movie and also not being the worst i think that it was right in there and that's like what i i was like came in Kind of ready for a middling yeah. Will Ferrell movie. And also, it could
1: have to do with the fact that during this whole last three months when we're all spending it inside a lot, I thought I would like be really getting into like you were doing with like all the Oscar winners and, and all these other things. I've been watching so much junk. <laughs> I've been watching really high level TV shows, but really lowbrow movies. Cause I just even though I'm second side, I feel like I'm busy really busy, and so I don't yeah. feel like I can stop and pay attention to a good movie so watching it, this was just like i'm still watching kind of bad movies
0: and i think that i'm on the opposite side of that where i've done so much like academic movie watching that i'm kind of like exhausted with that and what and i was like okay we're fine we're like we're at this point where i'm just like i can only study so much and i am going to take a break and watch some junk and yeah. uh, that it was like this was like such a welcome relief from just like going so hard on like kind of academic movies
1: if you need uh, here's a movie i don't think you did watch i hope i'm wrong okay. but if you yeah, have yeah. it this is a dumb movie that pays it <laughs> pays high yeah. dividends here
0: we go it's like if there's anybody that is gonna do I I feel like you're already very good at like if you like this here is something that does this but like a little bit better you there's no one more qualified in the world to give a suggestion right now
1: than you are I mean obviously watch
0: MacGruber again just do that (laughs) this had a lot of MacGruber where it was like there were there oh my god I felt like there were parts of it that were like okay they're not gonna just like say that this happened and that's why they're in the festival. And right. it was like, yeah, they did, yeah. or we're not going to have this oh, happen to say, this person. Yeah, they
1: did blow up. Can I say this? Is this <laughs> I was player? trying
0: to avoid that intentionally, oh, yeah. but if you just want to okay, go yeah. in There's there, a plot point
1: that is straight out of MacGruber. That's true. Um, But a pop star never stop, never stopping. Oh
0: my god, that movie is so underrated. I saw that in the theater, and I was I was like the only person in. I remember I like saw it by myself because like a bunch of my friends like bowed out, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna see this by myself. And I was laughing so hard, and like the only one in the theater, and it just like fell so flat and no one ever talked about it. And I was like, yo, whatever, what happened to this movie that was so good that everyone just slept on?
1: You know, what's really funny is that I did not watch it, even though I liked those guys and I thought that'd probably be funny, but it didn't look that great. I didn't watch it. And it genuinely at the end of the year showed up on a few, like a small number of people had it on their end of year list. Like critics, not just like friends. Yeah, I'm like, what, really? So I checked it out and it is genuinely good.
0: Hell and
1: yes, it is so silly. And Hot Rod, have you seen Hot Rod? That's the oh yeah, Hot Rod is great. Hot Rod. When I first watched it, I, oh, I did think it was too stupid, even for me. And then I've changed my mind since then.
0: Are you saying that Adam Sandberg is just elevated Will Ferrell?
1: Uh, no, I think it's the op. Oh, I mean Andy Sandberg's great, but he's no he's no Will Ferrell. I would say Andy Sandberg is a couple rungs below Will Ferrell.
0: I'm trying to make this a segment. Uh, what? Do you think was the best joke in the in the movie?
1: Oh, that's hard because there are two that I really like. Uh, I can't because I can't remember specifically the jokes that he makes at the Americans. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's a typical thing where you make fun of uh, American uh, culture <laughs> by a European, but it's really done really funny and it's just rapid fire. There's just so many of them, so those are the best. However, the one I can remember is when uh, an elf shanks of a bad guy <laughs> like an invisible elf all of a sudden this bad guy falls and you see this tiny knife in his back that was so funny it's very funny and will ferrell goes "Ah, oh, thank you i'm just gonna leave this here in case you need to perform more murders today
0: <laughs> i laughed so hard at that
1: that was very funny it's just like okay yeah. i'm scared but that's also thank you what else have you been watching keep on What else have I seen? That is a great question that I will answer now. Um, you know what? I honestly have not watched a whole lot of film since last week. I've been watching the new Padma Lakshmi show. It's called taste of America. Okay. So Padma Lakshmi, she's a food, she's hosted food shows in the past. Um, and she's written books. Uh, she hosts the show where she goes around America talking about all the different cultures of food and people that make up America, which is a wonderful show. And I know I've talked about this before, but I love food shows and this is a really good one too, but she did a whole Milwaukee episode. Whoa. And yeah. Milwaukee is featured. Everyone should watch it because they talk, they, they go to New York and they talk about the great uh, Indian food in New York actually. And then they go to the South and talked about the, the Gullah uh, culture and the kind of food that they brought to the country. It, so they go all over. So what they did they wa- do?
0: Where do they go in Milwaukee?
1: They wanted to talk about sausage. So they came to Milwaukee, talk about hot dogs and sausage. Because wow. we have such so a have- rich German culture here.
0: So would they Would they go to Usingers or –
1: yeah, they they interview people at usingers, which was great. They talked about some great restaurants. They they went to Kegel's Inn, which I have eaten cool. at a couple of times, and I thought cool. that was really funny. And they did mention that the uh, Kegels and Kegels are a very similar word. Yeah, and then he seemed fine with talking about that, which was hilarious. Um, but the I got excited because the hot dog guy was there, and I don't know his name, but the hot dog cart vendor that's always on Water Street, <laughs> it's like yeah. Water and Broadway, I think. Um, unless those those streets run parallel, it doesn't matter. Wisconsin and, uh, and water. He's always at that corner in the summer. And when I used to work, uh, my our offices used to be over there. You used to see him all right. the time. And I screamed, hot dog guy.
0: Wow. I got so
1: excited. Wow, um, that's cool. Yeah, but a friend of mine was on there who's a food writer, and they drove around in the Oscar Mayer mobile, Uh, but it's beautiful shots in Milwaukee and a bunch of familiar uh, spaces. It was great. So I highly recommend Taste of America on Netflix. That is awesome. Yeah. What have you been watching?
0: I watched a couple of things last week, but I think the one that I found the most interesting was like on Criterion. Yo. There was this documentary. I think I'm going to try my my best Italian. Oh. Uh, it was le quattro volte. Okay. Do you know the about
1: four this? volts? I don't know if that's the true. F-
0: <laughs> could be because I it. Well. I mean, it was like four stories, um, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was like in Italy, and I don't think that an entire word was said the entire documentary. Oh, it was a documentary. Oh. Yeah. But they basically like they follow this goat farmer at the yeah. beginning, and it's just like him silently herding goats. Wow! And
1: then they was that about four hours, four hour movie.
0: <laughs> it was like it was like an hour and a half, and there oh, okay. were like there were times where I was like, "Wow, they're not going to say anything in this entire movie, are they?" Yeah. And uh, but it was like still so beautiful, all centered around this like tiny town in Italy. And kind of like the comings and goings of what happens, and kind of like followed four lives or processes from like beginning to end. Yeah. It it was just like, I just, I have never seen anything like it. It was like shots so beautifully. They follow around like a baby goat. You like watch this goat being born. And then there are shots where I'm like, I don't know how on earth they knew that this baby goat was going to run to this area. And then they had a camera set up like 300 more yards away. And this baby goat just like ran past this camera or something like that. It was just like wild.
1: Yeah. So it was very nice.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Very visual. No words at all. Yeah. Um, But very beautiful. La Quattro Volte. That
1: sounds interesting. I will say I did also watch on Mubi. Uh, There was, uh, they showed Animal Crackers, which is a a Marx Brothers movie. Cool. And I really wanted to, I hadn't seen it in years. And I love the Marx Brothers and I wanted to do it as a recommendation for members. But I thought, especially with, I mean, I was just like, I should rewatch it to see if there's anything super problematic in it. And I was sad. (laughs) sad. (laughs) Like in 10 minutes, I was like, oh, (laughs) yep. That's a problem.
0: I feel like anything that's like passing off as a comedy of like of that era it was.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a bulk of the humor. Well, that's not, that's not the case. It's it was it was like one moment in it, but it's enough to be like, okay, I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to recommend this. Yeah, yeah. And the Marx Brothers have it's mostly silly and sometimes very smart. Um, right. Not much of it was socially aware though, so yeah. I I just avoid. There's a couple of them that are good to avoid. And that one, unfortunately is one, cause it has some brilliant sequences in it, but that's the whole thing these days. Uh, not even these days. It's the whole thing that we should be doing is like going back, making sure is this really, when I was younger, I wasn't aware of things. So I'm like now watching them, going, Oh no, I see the problem. Right. 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 Yeah. But you live and you learn.
0: Okay. Polly, could you give us an update on what's going on either with the, or both with the film festival and with the Oriental theater?
1: Absolutely. Um, the Oriental Theater, um, we're still very cautious and want to be safe for everyone in the public. So we will not be opening up the theater right away. And there's some theaters that are opening up tentatively. We're not yeah. convinced that it's the right time. But also, we still have all that, all those renovations that we haven't done yet that we raise right. a lot of money for. So this is kind of a good time for us to do that. So this, we've already started working on the renovations of the theater um, what so are some of the
0: renovations?
1: The main—we're doing the main house right now, and we'll do, be doing the east house as well. So the main house we're getting new seats. Uh, Got to fix the ceiling. That's a big one. Got to make sure the ceiling doesn't fall in, which it won't, but it, it's important. just not good. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, uh, I
0: guess that's an important
1: thing to do. The ceiling. Uh, some more soundproofing, which will be really help the quality of the films we're going to show. So there's just a bunch of stuff, and then we're going to redo the the inside of the East House, too. Mo- again, mostly the seats and some of the lights and things like that. Okay. Um, so that's this phase, and there'll be more phases in the future, but they, I don't think the ones in the future – I think this is the biggest one that will interrupt our actual like flow of people inside. The other ones uh, we, we probably won't have to close down for. But having said that, we are going to have a festival in the fall regardless uh but it will most likely be primarily virtual um but a lot of festivals have been doing this this season this year and they've been going really well i sat in on a couple of them and it's great i mean it's not the same obviously you're not in front of people you're not out with people but you are still seeing some great films engaging with some great directors and having panel discussions it's all the same kind of stuff we're just gonna do most of it from home but uh, there's some really great movies coming up. So we will be back in the fall. Great. Yeah.
0: Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Um, Cinebuds, <laughs> watch it. It depends on your expectations.
1: That's right. That's true.
0: Cinebuds is edited, thank you, by DJ Kenny Perez. Oh, boy. We get handcrafted Sonic inspiration from the license lab. That's exciting. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Bredanuski. Oh, the newsk. Thank you to um, Associated Bank.
1: Thank you very much for helping.
0: And thank you to our members of Milwaukee Film and 88.9 Radio Milwaukee.
1: You are the best and the most beautiful.
0: Except for K. Polly oh, I'm the most beautiful. You're the most beautiful and thank you.
1: Oh, I, I, anytime, anytime. Okay, bye. See you.